Online for you at WRQK.com. Loaded down with Canton Charge tickets, home and garden show tickets, and also an opportunity for you to score yourself $1,000 every single hour on the program. Around 10 after, we'll give you a keyword. You'll text it into 200-200, and you'll have more money than you had yesterday. Good stuff. Now, plenty to get to today. we got Trump's physical exam. We'll get into that around 7.30. Yes, your employer can fire you for not showing up to work. I can't believe that was news. We'll get into that at 8 o'clock. There's a couple of things we need to discuss my life gave me both really good news, and then it brought me right back down to, hey, Sansbury, your life kind of sucks this very morning. So we'll give you the bad news first, okay? and that way the good news will be all the more better. So I wake up this morning, and I start driving into work, and I got on um, the freeway right around Cherry Avenue downtown, right out, you know, outside of downtown the way I normally do. Jeez, what, are you buying? what were you buying down there, dude? Like, good Lord. <laughs> uh, a place I can afford to live. <laughs> <laughs> is what I got down there. And so you know how you kind of like loop around, you know, as you're getting on the freeway there? And like my car kind of ended up a little, not sideways, but like a little bit of a tailspin started to happen. I was like, get it out. Okay. Oh, okay. Maybe the roads are worse than they look. Maybe there's, you know, some black ice. So I started to take it a little bit easy, right? And then as I'm uh, approaching the exit where uh, this building is, for those of you that don't know, it's right off a of shoe full. And um, so I, I, I'm coming up to the exit, and all of a sudden, I just start to hear like thumping going on. And I just got a new car not that long ago, so I realized I'm like, all right, well, it's probably nothing serious. And sure enough, I you start to smell that, and it's like I had blown a tire out, but I don't know when it happened because I didn't feel like I was driving on a flat tire on my way in. It felt like it just kind of happened like right before the exit. Like as soon as I started to hear it, I was close to the exit, so I was like, all right, just don't try to make it to work and bend the rim all up. Just pull off to the side of the road. Luckily, Fantone's still on his way into work. Stop by and pick me up on the way in. But, dude, what a terrible way to start my morning. Uh, I'm curious to know when you kind of blew that out just because you weren't going 70 miles per hour on a flat tire from Cherry all the way up here. Wasn't that that, right. that That doesn't feel likely. Um, that could have been maybe who knows like maybe maybe the skid out had absolutely nothing to do with you having a flat tire there maybe that's what did it um or right maybe you picked I don't know maybe you picked a nail up picked a screw up something on the freeway and then like it, just, it, it was it was enough to blow it out there buddy but uh no that was uh I got the phone call from Stansbury it was like five fifteen in the morning and I'm like what well <laughs> something obviously is not going right no and no, uh, things are not going well. Um, so what's the plan? What are you doing? What are you, what's well, luckily, here? I have a good friend. My friend Kelly um, every year buys me because she's kind of like um, she's got a mom complex, but she gets me AAA every year. Okay. And so I'm probably going to call those. Although uh, you have to be there, right? Um, I do not know. I would assume you have to be there for them to like tow it or anything like that to remove it. But if you just have a guy coming out there to, you know, did you, I mean, did you look at the tire? Did you see what kind of damage no. it was? I, I mean, dude, cars were already whipping by me on the side of the freeway and it was still dark outside. And I was like, I can't, I don't have time to deal with this. I got a job to do. And, um, I, you know, I don't, I, unfortunately, not unfortunately, I don't want to say that. I have one of those jobs that, dude, no matter what your life is doing to you, you got to go. Like, you can't t- be taking days off for, like, life problems. It's just there's an expectation on you that's not, well, that you have to be in the studio. You just have to be here. Especially when you can be, considering that the car is, you know, at the exit. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not like it's not like you have a flat tire, you know, in Indiana, and it's like, well, I'm sorry. Sister. Right. <laughs> you know, you what gotta, are you going to do? But if you can make it, you got to go. Like, this is just one of those positions, and it's one of the reasons why I love it. And so I don't know where, I don't know what's going to go down. Now, I know what a lot of guys are going to, th- what you're thinking right now is, 
dude, you're going to call AAA? Yeah, dude, like I, I can change a tire, but do I want to do it in the freezing cold? And do I want to do it standing on the side of the freeway? Oh, no. No. I, no. So, dude, I pay for AAA, so somebody else is going to do it. Stansberry already gave up his man card yesterday, so I don't see why he would have a problem with doing that. No, if that. I was in my apartment complex, for sure. Um, The thing is, 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 is maybe this is just a can of fix a flat and an air compressor away from being an issue, or maybe this is like, yo, you got to get the whole thing off and I, I, don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the damage is. I don't know. I don't know. So my plan was, is like, all right, I'll just, you know, I'll get AAA to put the spare on and then I'll just call Wakeham and be like, dude, I need tires for the car. And, you know, they, they probably have them there. I would imagine. If not, they can get them out of the, they can get them out of their, um, you know, they can get them out of their warehouse or whatever and yeah, get them the shipped people. The, they've got, they've, they've got connections I mean, they got the seven car dealerships for Christ's <laughs> sake. <laughs> they could probably get something done for you. I'm willing to bet Craig so. Wakeham can find me a tire for Talk the car. to your boy right there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to call him and be like, yo, dude, how do I, you know, you know, can you guys get me okay. in today? So th- th- that's going to be the plan. I just, so uh, I'm going to be leaving pretty much as soon as the show's over. Oh, okay. Well, good. I am too. I have a Canton Charge game at 11 o'clock. So the Stansberry oh, that's show, right. checking out early. You, you have the uh, early. you have the anti-bullying game. I do. I do. Uh, so a bunch of a bunch of kids are going to be there. I don't know. If, I think it's middle school kids are supposed to be there. So it um it's always one of those games where it's like you think it's going to be like, dude, these kids don't care about basketball. They're not going to care. But they're out of school, and I'm all I do the entire game is like make some noise. And the twelve-year-old's like, dude, that's all I do. I'll scream right now. That and is, they do. That's, that's the perfect audience <laughs> it, for you. It really is. Is twelve-year-olds for they, sure. Uh, they, uh, you guys they, can talk about wrestling together. They react well. So no, I'm excited for that. Eleven o'clock. So the Stansbury show checking out early today. Very early. Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, I'm actually not. I'm actually not that bummed out about that part. <laughs> that part's all right. I. Uh, we do have some good news. And I don't want to go overboard because I just I'm just I don't, I'm not the kind of guy that goes overboard. So oh, like, okay. <laughs> but we did get the report card yesterday. The ratings came out. I don't know what I'm allowed to tell you and what I'm not allowed to tell you. My boss always freaks out. There's like all these rules that nobody really understands. Everybody pretends that they do. And at the end of the day, everybody's like number one station, number one station, right. number one station. It's number like one dude, st- they can't all be the number one <laughs> truck on the road, bro. Like you guys got to get together and figure it out. But no, and uh, but we got the ratings back and they were very, very, very good. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to give you numbers. I'm not going to give you all that. I got in trouble last time. I'm not going to do it. But I, uh, I can tell you, dude, that things are very, very good. It's a, it's a victory lap kind of day. I think that's fair to say. And uh, I, I have no problem pointing to the scoreboard with anybody else around. So no, especially it was, it was people really in the good. building who did not do so great. <laughs> we were victory lapping and scoreboarding a little bit yesterday in the office. Little bit there. Just kidding. I, uh, you know, uh, most of our stations did pretty well. So I. Um, I am happy. Obviously, we, uh, you know, that's you guys. It's not us. It's not like we're so good. It's just you guys choose to listen. So we appreciate it. Things are going very well outside of the tire. We will get you hooked up with this thousand dollars and be right back on Rock 106.9. Your shot at one thousand dollars now. Text the keyword bank to two hundred two hundred. You'll get a text confirming entry plus I- Rock 106.9. WRQK.com. Christy wrote in and said her son will be at the anti-bullying game today nice. at the Canton Charge for the Canton Charge game. She said he's all excited to go. Um, if he sees me, tell him to come say what's up. I'll give him a high five. Somebody might have to pick him up to do it. Fan ah. six seven. I'll give him a medium five, a low five there. There you go. Dude, what do you make of what happened the other night with like the Clippers and the Houston Rockets? For those of you that don't know, like so Chris Paul used to play for the Clippers, now yeah. plays for the Rockets. Rockets yeah. go back to LA to play the Clippers. There's some John on the court, which welcome to, you know, sports. And then afterwards, Chris Paul 
like leads the Houston Rockets team through like a secret hallway that connects the two locker rooms that he knew about, obviously, because he was a Clipper for a decade plus, I think. And then, like, dude, there was like fights that ensued and cops got called. Like, what the hell are they doing? Um, first of all, I think this was a stereotypical NBA fight where nobody was really trying to fight. Like, yeah, you were trying to yell, you were trying to, but it's like those dudes know they're not fighters. Yeah, they're elite athletes. Yeah, you know, I mean, they could obviously kick my ass, but dude, they don't want to go out there. What's the percentage of NBA guys that are tough? Um, like legit tough. Like tough. Like, I'm guessing you do not want to have to fight Draymond Green. Right. I don't want to fight LeBron. Listen, but LeBron doesn't want to go fight somebody because he knows. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, he knows that. W- When's w- the last w- time w- LeBron punched somebody, you think? Been a while. It hasn't happened in his in, in his NBA career, correct? Not that we know of. Right. I mean, and you're telling me. You would think that story, that would be a hard one to keep to the right. best. LeBron you know? James knocks some dude out in a club. Yeah. Like, come on. That's getting out for sure. That's getting so, out. So, I mean, honestly, what I think about all this is, is, dude, I think sports should just have to do like a month long or a week long or like a small tournament of Fight Club where it's like, guys, if you guys want to scrap, like, fine. Do, or you can do it like hockey where it's like middle of the game, throw the gloves down and go get it. But, like, I don't think any of those dudes legit wanted to fight each Isn't other. Isn't Chris Paul? like the players association like president president something like something. That, yeah. like he's like the head of like the players who deal with the union like that's where i was surprised cuz he's normally like an adult you know people have said this and i think you've even kind of alluded to it with 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 lebron right now and the cavaliers right now where the nba is like yo guys probably need to uh, you know do something here to to entertain a story and something to well, kind of bolster it I mean, any chance that they're like yo guys say may, about to scrap up i know? mean i don't know if the nba directed it right? but I, I i will say like the entire season last year marred by the sitting right the the sitting out of games right Dude, that's that storyline is nowhere this non issue. Yeah, that seems very weird for something to be wrapped up that easily because LeBron really hasn't done it. Right. Now I think that's there's fair. A, I think there's other dudes who have done it, but LeBron really hasn't. Therefore, the the lightning rod is 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 you know. Well, yeah, I mean he's he's. I mean, he's the... He's a trendsetter. He's the he's, setter. He is. I mean, I'm going to go old school here, but he's the Joe Montana. I mean, if if this were the NFL and Joe Montana on Monday Night Football back in 1990 you know, was like, nah, dude, I'm not doing it, you'd be like, what? Like, dude, yeah, you got to play. And I guess uh, I guess the point out of all of this is I can guarantee you there will be nothing of the sort at the Canton Charge game today. Fair it's point. all anti-bullying. It's all it's all very get it done without a fight or make it right without a fight. That's the uh, make it right. right without a fight. That's the without big uh, a fight. I like it. I was looking at the script this morning and I was like, all right, what are we doing here? So I think that's going to be like the chant. Make it right without a fight or something like that. I don't know. We'll figure it out, dude. You should get one side. <laughs> Make it right. Then turn around, center court. Now this side. You know what I mean? See, but here's what's going to happen. Is that the two sides are going to end up fighting each other, dude. All right. No fighting. <laughs> but I need this side versus this side. Dude, watch watch Pantone take an anti-bullying basketball game in the middle of the afternoon and turn it into pandemonium. Like, dude, yeah. Somebody like needs it. to tell you this. It's not a cage match, dude. It's not. There's no belt. It's not held in the cell. None of that. Like, dude, let these kids eat their pizza. Oven and just watch some basketball. We'll do that. Eleven o'clock today. Man, if I didn't have flat tires to deal with and like had cards, you know, trouble and this, this I would totally go to that Sorry, game. You're thinking about the twentieth, right? Charge game on the twentieth. Friday night. Yeah, they've got uh, they've got the hats are giving away. Yeah, I want to go to that. Eight o'clock later, tip off too. So uh, you know, the party getting on there. So nice. uh, so let me see what I can do for you, buddy. Yeah, Friday night I will right. I will be in attendance. I want to go to that charge game. Uh, really, what I want is I I I want to cap you know snow hat <laughs> and then at halftime I want to be like, man, I'm tired. I'm going home probably would uh but that's just me so 
I now read something at Maxim.com, and um, I got to be careful here because my boss gets really weirded out when I talk about stuff like this. All right. right? He's like, I just think you guys are obsessed with, like, sex and women. Yeah, dude. Welcome to being a man. Yeah, but then you tell us don't talk about drugs, and then you tell us don't talk about politics, and then you tell us don't talk about sports. So what do you want us to do, dude? What do you want? What do you want from your boys? Yeah, which, by the way, all that stuff you told us not to do brought the report card back yesterday as gangbusters. So, you know, how about, dude, we kind of got it figured out, maybe, right? But I have always been a proponent. Now, I would say to you before telling you this that only while in a relationship— I'm not interested in this in in a like we just met okay. capacity. Okay. Now you're saying relationship you care about that person or relationship I'm we're you're dating. having regular sex with that person. Okay. okay. Even you know what? If you yes, for some people out there who might just be having regular sex with somebody, but they, they don't consider yourself boyfriend girlfriend whatever. I know a lot of you know younger people don't like the you know the terms these days. Fine, whatever. But I have always been a proponent of period sex. Like if I'm if I am enjoying my girlfriend and we have been together a while, I like it. I have found that women are um, a little less Rubik's cube during the period. A little bit more like, dude, they're 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 right there, just working on primal uh, desires there. Okay. Yeah, right. I, I find they're a little they're it's a little easier of a solution. Okay, you know what I mean? Where where the like a woman achieving orgasm while on her period, I have found to be an easier task. So that part, not so bad, right? I, you know, not I, not every day do I want to climb Everest. You know what I mean? Okay. Sometimes I like going over speed bumps, not Everest, right? And I feel like that's what period sex is. It can be a speed bump versus like a mountain, right? And they're now saying that there are some serious health benefits to having sex while being on your period, right? Now, I understand a lot of women might feel like, I don't want to because I'm bloated and I don't feel great and I'm a little crampy, right? And so that happens. But according to a team of gynecologists at the University of Michigan, which I know we all hate Michigan, but that's a very good university. Yeah. Your kids could do worse than going to the U of M. Yeah. Right? They say laying down a towel and doing it is a really good idea because it has some health benefits for her. Okay? Now, this is important. She must orgasm for this to happen. Okay? The doctors believe that having period sex might shorten the length of her period. So there's a health benefit for you, too. Less controllers being thrown in the air, less MFers being whipped around at the dinner table, less cold shoulders. And it's because they say if if she will have an orgasm while being on her period, it will make her uterus contract, which will help get the blood and tissue out of there in a timelier manner. Makes sense. They say no studies have been done on this. It's likely that menstrual blood in the uterus is squeezed out during an orgasm is what is what they claim might happen here. They say as a bonus, when she's on her period, you won't need any additional lubrication, let's let's call it. Okay. See, and that's where kind of like, I don't want to say my issue with it lies, but like, I, I don't view that as a benefit to me. <laughs> like, I'm not like, all right, well. I, I again, I. I remember being young growing up and be like, but then like my one girlfriend, Carmen, yeah, I'm going to throw her under the bus, was like a big fan. Like she was like, no, we have to. And I was like, well, no, we don't have to. But like she kind of got me doing it. And then, you know, I realized I'm like, oh, this isn't quite what you think it is. Like, it's not like a faucet. No, things are all right. No. And I got to tell you, dude, like now I will say this is normally a condom activity. All right. Um, no, most of the sex I normally have, even while dating, is normally um, condom related. I just 
don't trust other people. And so, like, there is so, but I can tell you, dude, like, the sensation of it is not the worst. I, 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 I kind of like it. I view it as no better than normal sex. I mean, it, 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 you know. It, oh, I find it. Um, I mean, they're right. It's a little. I I want to be careful about the descriptive terms, but it's a little bit. It's a little more Pacific Ocean and a little less desert. You know what I mean? Okay. It's a, it's there's it's it, there it's I I mean, dude, you're swimming. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, swimming's not the worst, right? I like so, how you're just swimming around FCC violations. I mean, too, like well, just I mean, I'll give you an example here, dude. Nobody goes, nobody goes to the Y to play in the sandbox. You go to the Y because they have the pool, right? Right. So like, I I have a I, I don't I don't have a problem with this. I'm not one of these guys that has a problem with this. I, I don't have a problem with it. It's not my. I'm not requesting it though. You know what I mean? That's that would be something where. She she would be like, "Hey, by the way, I'm you know uh, this. It's that time, and I, I that that's a in, unless I didn't know about it, and then but uh, not, I'm not I'm not requesting it by name. I'm not. Oh, see, I there's something like, and they've done studies on this where like when your woman will start to uh, you know her, her period for some reason you're more attracted to her than normal, and like welcome to you know being primal, and so like I could always tell where I was like I don't know what is it. Why do I just, why can I not keep my hands off of her right now? And I, I just, there's something about it that I've always felt like, yeah, dude, your boy likes this. You know what I mean? Now, there are certain activities you obviously don't go through. You know, you might skip some of the, you might skip some of the foreplay activities during this week. And I understand why women feel bloated and maybe don't want it, but it turns out there's a health benefit for all of us. If you're, dude, imagine, I think most women, if they found that out, like your period can be shortened by days, by days. If you do this, I think you're going to start to see a lot more women wanting to do this. And dude, your boy's always been a fan. I'm not afraid of it. I kind of like it. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on. The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106 Knock 1069. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show on Rock 1069, reminding you that all your favorite music, all your favorite stations are all free. That's with the free iHeartRadio app. Just type in the name of an artist you like, get a station full of their biggest hits, and then we'll also throw in some similar artists for you. Those songs are handpicked by real people, fellow music fans, and this is being read by a real person. <laughs> As you thumb songs up or down, we will personalize the station to fit you better. It's that easy. Type in the name of an artist, and we'll go to work. All your favorite music, all your favorite stations, all free. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. It almost, it's inevitable. Like, I feel like it's so obvious, but... I'll go home and, you know, someone I, I knew from high school will be like, dude, can I listen online? And I'm like, yes, idiot, the iHeartRadio app. Yeah. What, are you ta- what are you talking about? It, of course. It is weird, like, because people will say to me all the time, dude, you have a podcast? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, dude. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, iHeartRadio, like, baby. Bro, like, <laughs> do you have a gig? Like, I, <laughs> I mean, like, you don't have kids, right? I, uh, but no, I mean, it's, it's one of those things, man, that, and this is why bosses are constantly on you about the ABCs of what you do, mm-hmm. is because you're doing it every day, so you assume everybody else knows what you know. Right. But they don't. No, they don't. I hate that because then I have to realize that I'm not as important to you as I'd like to think in my own head that I am. See, in my head, dude, I dominate all your minds. And like, dude, you you just sit around thinking about the awesomeness that is me. Yeah, but if you know me well enough, if you know what I look like and and, 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 and to like say something to me at Walmart, at some point you haven't heard us say I heart radio, I heart radio, I heart radio. You can make the argument that it's like, dude, if you've seen us. Right. I mean like you know, what I mean that you're obviously on, you know, the social media sites where we have been talking about. Yeah, you know, I mean, people. You know, it's one of those things that sometimes you say something, 
And you're like, why did I just say that? Of course I know that. It's 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 why McDonald's keeps telling you they have cheeseburgers. We all know they have them, and <laughs> we all know we're going to go get them. You know what I mean? Like they it's just top of mind, right? You you gotta you gotta let the people. know. I always say I always use them as a great example. Is like that you know that they're the perfect example of how yes this totally works. It's like dude, they have the product. Mm-hmm. They keep telling you they have the product, and you keep going there. Right? We know it's there. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're they are a phenomenal example Egg of that. Egg muffin though, hash browns. Dude, I didn't. <laughs> Bring bre- I, dude, I forgot my breakfast. Don't do it to me. Start I am thinking about sausage biscuits. I am starving right now. Um, how you been doing on the shut the mother down? You been good? You, a little you, bit you better. Like okay, good. A little bit better. I uh, I've been eating a lot more at home. New Year, new Sansbury. Okay. Nah, not so much. But I am trying like to just not. Just be so goddamn gluttonous. <laughs> to stay out of the state of constant expansion. I understand that. It's like, dude, I'm probably okay right now, but at the same time, it's not slowing down. Yeah, like, dude, we're never getting dude, we're not we're never getting abs. Like that's like, dude, though those days are long, long, long behind us. So like, dude, the you gotta give up the dream on the abs. But there is a point where it's like, I'll walk around. And go, oh, dude! As long as I don't get any, <laughs> as long as I don't get as fat as you, I'll probably be all right. But what sucks is, is that there's somebody walking behind me, going, dude. As long as I don't get as fat, <laughs> like, all right, guy. I'll give you a pretty good example. It was what Friday we had the Red Sun Rising guys in, yeah. And I said to Phantom when those guys walked out of the studio, I said to him, I was like, dude, you see how effing thin those dudes were yeah. like and you could just tell the record labels just walking up to them slapping brownies out of their hand at meet and greets like dude don't eat that you kidding me we got photo shoots you're not you're not allowed to eat that no those dudes definitely you could tell live that lifestyle dude, they were like heroin chic right like i don't i mean i'm not saying they do drugs i'm just saying dude like that's what they look like i mean it was like dude they were thin oh well, dude when you're living in a, in a van for you know half of the year you know what i mean and right like, we talked with this with them about this when they were in is that just because you're a recording artist doesn't mean you're a millionaire so these dudes are probably going from hotel room to hotel room just trying to scrape by on like no the one guy told me in the hallway he's like dude he's like i'm staying at my mom's this week ten dollars ten dollars a day you know on food expenses and like no those guys were definitely and yeah you're right me and you standing there looking in that picture we just look like monsters and so huge i didn't even post the photo like fantone took a picture sent it to me and i looked at it i was like because dude here's the thing i always look at me right but i looked at you and i was like jesus he looks Huge next to dudes. He looks and not even taller because we everybody knows you're taller than most people. But like, dude, you looked like that much thicker than them. And then I just panned over to the right and I was like, oh my <laughs> God, look at the beluga whale that is Stansberry. Oh my God. Like, dude, it was terrifying. I was like, dude, I'm not posting that. I'm <laughs> did, not. Did they ever post that? No. I don't know. That Who photo's knows? been know. deleted. It's been stricken from the record. Okay. I'm, I'm sure they don't want it out there either. This is what our average fan looks like. Look at him taking up the whole goddamn photo by himself. Just standing there being fat and unentertaining. Just, dude, your boy did not like that photo. No, it was good. all week. It just, let me see. Let me see if I got it. Anyway. It, was a, it was a fine interview. It was a fine segment. I like yeah, those great. dudes. But now we're never gonna have it back in the studio because Stansberry feels obese here. Dude, look how big I look in that. Jeez. Okay, dude, come on. Little, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, dude, never. There's never gonna be the moment where you're like, dude, let's pick it's him not up that here, bad. dude. The car. You know what I mean? Got a flat tire on the way to work. He's probably gonna kill himself. Like, let's, like, like, let's not. Let's not do that. Jeez, yeah, those guys both look thin yeah, and great. Yeah. And there I am in a Star Wars t-shirt just looking massive. <laughs> Job of the Hud style. It's not even so much it is my body, but so much but it, it's you can tell like on my face. It's like Jesus Dude, bro, are you hiding loaves of bread in your cheeks? <laughs> what? Is, all right, I probably got to post this now, right? 
All right, we'll post it at Facebook.com. I'll let you look at it, and you guys can make it. Dude, I don't want to, though, because you guys are dicks, man. Like, the, <laughs> dude, the internet's mean. They are. They're just mean. Every time I post a picture, like, geez, dude, face for radio, huh? Yeah, thank God you're stuck in that box. Nobody's ever going to put you on TV, you fat loser. <laughs> and now I'm supposed to give you dicks money. You know what I mean? Everybody like, just lunches, you know, launches, uh, you know, insults at me, and now I'm supposed to give you guys a thousand dollars, which we will do next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. That guy knows how to party. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Begrudgingly, I posted this photo from Friday of Fantone and I standing with uh, two of the members of Red Sun Rising. You can see it at Facebook.com slash Stansberry Show, at Stansberry Show on Twitter, or if you're on Instagram, Dan.Stansberry. And I say begrudgingly because the Red Sun Rising guys look great. They're thin, and there's only the two of them, and I look like I ate the other two members of the goddamn (laughs) band. I'm just standing there like, you don't need your lead singer. I'll swallow them whole. I just look massive. And sure enough, I was like saying, I was like, dude, I don't want to do this because people are going to be mean. Right. And sure enough, do you read the comments? Jerks. Damn, Stansberry, you weren't kidding. I'm not going to lie. I went to, I went and followed your Facebook page just to find this picture because you were talking about it. And <laughs> you were right. It made my day. What a bunch of dicks. People are going to ask me this question a lot because I'm wearing this really cool Star Wars shirt. Yeah. That has got a, like a, it's got like the shape of Ohio and it says two months of Endor, 10 months on Hoth. And if you're a, Star Wars fan, you know what that is. I'll just, dude, I'll cut everybody off at the pass. You can find that shirt at Arrowhead in downtown Canton. Nice. That's where I found that shirt. Nice. Um, it's a great store. We were good buddies with the guy who runs that place, and uh, he's got some awesome Star Wars stuff. That's where I found that shirt. Yeah, you can get an ALF lunchbox, that Star Wars shirt, probably some beard oil, I would assume, something like that in there. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they got all that stuff. He's Arrowhead. Uh, speaking of local businesses, I want to shout one out really yeah, quick. Yeah, so you ate somewhere yesterday that I'm excited to hear mm-hmm. about because you said they deliver. Mm-hmm. Okay. And first of all, I walk into this establishment, local establishment, driven by it a couple of times and uh, never stopped in. I've never heard of it. Walked into this place. And they're playing Rock 106.9. So out of the gate, dude. You know, I'm like, yeah, buddy. Uh, The place is called Big Ass Salads. Was the radio broken, maybe? (laughs) I do not know what the story is there. Uh, But it's right there in Perry on Tusk, like next to L Camps. It's in that little plaza right there. And uh, it's Big Ass Salads. And, uh, you know, (laughs) well, and well, I. uh, So what'd you get? I got the um, the bully, which was like their steak one. So it's like steak, you know, a couple different kinds of lettuce, all these different vegetables and stuff. My girlfriend got, I believe it was the, uh, oh, the tuna one. And, uh, like I know it's like, oh, well, dude, it's salads. How good can it be? But No, nah, dude, when salads are done right. Pretty damn good, dude. The dressings were on point. The, the, this awesome pita bread. Like, the meats were really good. And when they say big-ass salads, dude, I mean, no joke. Like, you know, you usually eat a salad, and, like, inevitably an hour later, you're like, dude, I'm starving. Dude, we got to get them a sign out front that says even stands where you can't finish it. Right. I mean, honestly, like, <laughs> usually if you eat a salad, it's like, well, dude, I got to stop, stop at Arby's on the way home. You know what I mean? Like, man, I got to do that. I got to get some Burger King or sure. something. Uh, walked away feeling 100% salad satisfied and it wasn't like that you know how you'll eat too much and you're just like oh god why did i do this right did not feel like that at all felt good about you know about my life the rest of the day so big ass salad they shout deliver? out to you guys and they do i would assume they have a huge delivery zone too i mean like to the west from the west side of maslin to what looked like almost downtown so i would assume so that you could make uh you could make some things happen there all right yeah i will try that out when i saw you post that i was like man i bet that place is good really good two thumbs up man i will recommend huh. that to anybody <clears throat> nice I will. I will check that out. There's a um, there's a warning coming out from the uh, from the Alliance Police Department. All right. And you guys need to you need to hear this because this is messed up. Okay. They have sent out a warning to other area law enforcement agencies after the skin 
on a man's arm was eaten completely away. Right? Okay. Um, apparently, he had black marks on his skin, and then it peeled off both of his arms. This is a 25-year-old man, it was. Jesus, dude. Yeah. What? And so... Narcotics officers say they arrested a heroin addict last week and noticed his injuries. He told officers he bought heroin laced with, and again, man, like I try to keep my ear to the ground and stuff, but I didn't, I hadn't heard about this yet. He told the cops that he bought heroin and it was laced with Rizzy powder. I have no idea what that is. And so he bought that, injected it into his arms. So News Channel 5 looked it up. And the description of Rizzy, Rizzy powder is a flower centerpiece maker. For white flower centerpiece, add a half teaspoon to, to water in a vase. Cut the end off of a flower so that it has a, a fresh surface. Allow several hours for Rizzy to be incorporated into the petals of the flower. And then it also has the disclaimer, toxic, don't ingest it. They say if heroin laced with the powder, it fears um, they're now worried that this is going to be like the latest trend. He says, we got skin dying. It's, it, it's so new that we're not even sure what all the dangers are yet. And this is what happens. is because for, for non-drug addicts, you hear something like that and go, why would people run to that? But again, I was telling you about this Netflix documentary I watched called Dope. It was about four episodes long about the drug problem in America. And again, nothing brand new in there that you probably don't already know. But it was still a pretty interesting watch. And the one guy was saying, they were talking to drug dealers in Chicago who were like, you know, cooking drugs up. And he was like, yeah, man, fentanyl, car fentanyl. He's like, what you don't understand about drug addicts is, dude, when they hear other drug addicts die, that w- that's what makes them want the drug is because they feel like that's right. some powerful stuff. Right. That's what I really want. And so that's the way the drug-addicted mind works is, of course, you're sitting in your car going, why would somebody willingly go into something that they're – because the mind tells you that that happened to that person, but I know what I'm doing. It won't happen to me. Or I don't care if it happens to me as long as Worst I get case, that high, yeah. right, as long as I get that payoff from it. Yeah, the, uh, the, the alert has been sent out to several police departments, mentions Rizzi is used by florists to dye rose petals. So a local florist – uh, said she has never seen it in the industry, however. I've done this my whole life. I am sure this is not in any of your local florists, and I don't think any of the local florists have ever heard of the product, she said. So, um, the, the ingenuity of drug addicts, right? Like, where on earth did somebody figure th- this out, where if you're taking uh, this this product meant for florists... And- it was like when bath salts became the thing to get high what? on. It was like, dude, who like who's doing the maiden voyage on that? Right. I... I I guess, like, I don't know. This just seems like such an extra step involved here of, like, using a floral product that, that florists haven't even heard of. And, dude, it, I mean, it truly is, like, yeah. a, a mind-boggling. I felt that it was interesting when the local florist was like, what? like it's not that common. Right. Like, we don't even use it in our shop, so right. it's not that common. I um, I, dude, what a scary. I mean, like, what a scary time for people to be experimenting because I think most people go through a phase in their life where it's like, hey, you know, and it's probably your late teens through your early to mid twenties where you're trying things out and you're yeah, doing stuff, sure. and now all of a sudden it's like you, of course, you know, you you know, you're making the decision to take that maiden voyage, but like, still, Rizzy, I, I never even heard of this, and thank God I didn't have to deal with this when I was young. Yeah, I mean, I know I was talking about the internet the other day and about like I was glad I didn't grow up in the Snapchat area, you know, with right. the, you know the bullying and stuff that happens there. But like I I I I yeah, I mean as a guy who experimented a, a little bit more than most people should. Right. I, you probably could have got me early on. Right. I was like, yeah, right, well, yeah. 19, yeah, Let's whatever. Kick the tires Dude, I'm invincible. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I, I had a very cavalier attitude towards things I would try and um and regretfully now 
But it, it, it like it, I would have thought though. I gotta tell you, dude, because I was here's the thing. Like I say that, but I was scared of cocaine. Like I remember being scared of it. Like yeah. I've obviously tried until it. you cross the bridge. Yeah, and but, then all of a sudden it was like, well, dude, I can totally do this. Yeah, I think everyone's afraid of that first. Like you I remember know. a handful of my friends got into it. And like I wanted to be cool, and so I was like, "Yeah, guys, do whatever you want." And I was like, and then some. Here's the thing about cocaine addicts, though: like if you say no, they're all right with it. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> they're they don't all care. right with it because there's more to go around for them. And so like I had to be like kind of dragged into that because I was like, I'm afraid of that. Even stuff like that, where and I mean, I'm not trying to say cocaine, you know, usage is not a big deal or anything no, like that. Deal. But even stuff where it's like you're 19 and you're just barely experimenting, and you think you're like, "All right, well, dude, I'm not shooting up heroin," but dude, you don't know where this Rizzy powder is and all of a sudden you've got black skin pulling off of your you know what I'm saying like rotting skin pulling off of your face like I, I, mind-boggling it's, like, this has got to be about cutting of it right because that's what stretches that the heroin longer for the dealer so you can make more money I would imagine like that's just it I don't think it's the ingenuity of the attic it's the ingenuity of the, of the seller. dealer yeah um I, I, but I mean like how cheap I can't assume that Rizzy is cheap you know what I'm saying like if it's that rare if it's that uncommon it just, I mean if florists aren't using it right. and that's what it's intended for, how much of it are they selling to where it's a marketable price? Like, You're right. I just can't go up to the Canton floral shop and steal some out of the back. You know what I mean? Like, that just seems like such a, I, I don't know, confusing, like, turn of the drug trade here. I'll tell you what's scary about all that stuff is you got guys mixing chemicals who couldn't pass ninth grade oh, chemistry. Oh. You, you know all, I mean? all sweaty in their basement. Like, you know what I mean? Just cheaping out cigarettes next to each other. And you're right. Mm. Dude, pouring laundry detergent and crack cocaine. It's all terrible. I just see just like shirtless hillbillies just stepping on like the old cartons of Maverick menthols and like basketball jerseys and you know what I mean? That whole thing. Ugh, just skulls and yuck. I mean, dude, but I mean, if you got kids today, you got to be worried about all of this stuff. Because again, you're right. Like my parents in high school, they were like, all right, he's probably smoking weed. Right. Right. Like right. that's not great. It's going to get into the cookies. You know what I mean? But ultimately, we probably don't have to ring the drug alarm. But nowadays, do your kids aren't even, do most kids aren't even smoking weed. They're like skipping weed and going right to this kind of stuff, which is absolutely asinine. So be on the lookout for heroin laced with Rizzy now. We have $1,000 up for grabs. Your opportunity to get it is right now. Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show from Rock 106.9. We have some uh, charge tickets for their game on Friday. We'll pass those out around 8.30. Yeah. I'm going to head to that game myself, I believe. What is it? The first 2,500 people? Do I have that right? Get a uh, Cavaliers uh, like winner hat? Indeed, you are correct on that one. So, uh, yeah, it's your first 2,500 people. You guys should chill up the 20th. It'll all be going down. Okay, Camp Civic Center. I'm going to do that. 8 o'clock tip-off time, by the way. That's nice. I like that. A little bit later. Your boy kind of likes that one. Probably go out after I'm done with that. So we spent the good portion of the morning making fun of me being fat. Um, I, there was a photo that was taken on Friday when the Red Sun Rising guys were in the studio. And um, I never posted it Friday or over the weekend because I was just like, geez, those guys look thin and great. And I look horrific. And uh, but then I thought better of it. And I was like, you know what? Like, let's do it. And so sure enough, people are like ribbing me in the comment section of Facebook.com slash Stansbury Show. Also, my Instagram, which is Dan.Stansbury, or Twitter, at Stansbury Show. You can follow Fantone on Twitter, at Fantone, is how you can do that. And, uh, you know, I was hesitant because, again, like everybody, this is, this is what I find hysterical, right? Is that 
and Phantom's doing an anti-bullying thing today, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that you guys will put ribbons on and you'll retweet and don't bully and this and that. But the moment I post a fi- picture of myself where I don't where I don't look flattering, what do we do? We all bully Stansberry. Yep. Yep, dude. Let's, know, talk, let's talk about the real victim here, Dan Stansberry. Let's, dude, let's, let's make it about me. Okay. As a matter of fact, I was just telling my boss yesterday, I we were talking about <laughs> another radio host, and I was like, dude, I'm telling you, I was like, I think his ratings went down because he's, and this is out of market. This is, was not a guy like anywhere near here. And it's just a guy we both know. And, you know, we had got the, you know, the word out that the ratings weren't so hot. And I was like, dude, he was like, he's a little preachy. And my boss just turns around in his chair and looks at me. He's like, bro, just, I feel like you're going to be struck down by lightning as I'm standing next to you. And I don't really feel like I'm preachy, but maybe I am. I guess, you know, you never really know. It doesn't matter how I perceive me. It's how it matters how you guys right. perceive me. So if you do, I, you know, I apologize about that. But so we spent the morning making fun of my weight. And now we're going to spend the rest of it, or at least this portion of it, making fun of somebody else's. Because, dude, they did the Trump physical. And, dude, these numbers don't even pass the eyeball test. Like, I, you don't need a scale. I don't need a BMI. I don't need any of that. I can look at them and tell you that these numbers are lies. They have them listed as 6'3", 239 pounds. There's no way. No way. Dude, if I'm standing in his... Dude, I've stood next to him multiple times. I saw him at the RMAs. I saw him when he came here to the Civic Center. I shook his hand. So I've been standing next to the man. You can see the photos of him on the golf course because he's been out there 217 times since taking office and they constantly take photos of it. Dude, he's fat. Like, he's not 240 pounds. Like, he's got, like, dude, when he, like, his pants, like, dude, body is coming over this. I don't have that. Like, I don't have body coming over the side of, like, my waistline. The saddlebags of fat just hanging there. I got a little bit of weight, but, like, I don't, like, it's not like, oh, my God, look at the fold of that just, like, falling over. It's not gone over your pants, right. You're still contained by, you know. You know, I got a circumference about me, don't get me wrong, but, like, there's not, like, just, like, like, I mean, dude, he's got, like, layers of, like, fat. And... I mean, here's the thing is like, dude, his ass is really wide, too, in those photos. And it's like, I don't have wide ass syndrome either. I just have a gut. You're an you're an old man. And like, it's okay to me as somebody who stands on the opposite side of a lot of things. Like, it's not that big of a deal to be an American and to be fat. So it just to me, it's like, why, why fudge the numbers on this? Like, why would you lie about this? Like, this is such an easy thing to be honest and like, hey, I'm just like you. And you know what? The doctor said I do need to drop 25 pounds. Uh, uh, welcome to America, baby. You're, you're going to endear yourself to the public a right, little bit. Right. I mean, I mean, that's why he was talking about the fast food in the in the campaign while during the election season is because he knew. Like, dude, most people eat quick service food. We just do. That's the way we live it. And he he was endearing himself to that crowd. And so I don't know why you're going to try to walk it back now. And this, he just, this is such an easily proved lie. Like, I'm okay with them lying, right? Because that's what the government's going to do. They're going to lie from time to time. In certain times, it's their job to lie to us, okay? But this is why. Why? Why ruin what little credibility you actually have over something that I said you it doesn't pass the eyeball test? Um, at least partially, it's because there's no consequence to this. I mean, what does it matter? Like, I, I mean, you know, this is this is right. this is what got me to the dance. What a bad reason to do things, though. Well, I mean, I'll agree with you, but I, I can see that logic. I, 
I guess if you lied about this in the election, that would make sense in the capacity of people can make the argument, well, if you're not physically fit enough to make it through the term, we shouldn't elect you president. But, like, dude, you're already the president. Like, what? Why? what's what's to be gained versus what's to be lost here? To be gained, maybe a couple of ego points, maybe a little bit of, like, haha, suck on it, liberals. Like, you know what I mean? To be lost is, like, your credibility and another provable lie. Mind-boggling. Why did you do that? The thing that was crazy is they forgot that there's an entire group of people on who we keep stats on their their height and weight, and they're called athletes. And the amount of athletes that they were posting the photos of yesterday, Tim Tebow was on that list of somebody who's around 6'3", right. 240 pounds. Right. That's about where Tim Tebow... You tell me Tim Tebow looks the way Trump does? Now, you got to remember, I mean, muscle and fat weigh considerably different. Fair. So there's going to be... There's going to be... You could be 6'3", 240 in probably a dozen different ways. You know what I'm saying? That's you, true. You could be 5'10", 180 in a million different ways. Okay. That... I will concede said point. You got me standing up for Trump, President Trump over here. I, I will concede said point. Do you think that's what we're dealing no, with here? I do not. Okay, well then there I, we go. Just based on body body size alone, and like you have to be closer to two seventy, no doubt in my mind. I'll tell you the part I didn't love, and I don't want to make too big of a deal, but dude, now you got now you got a military like physician out there lying. I mean, that's not great. Like, guys, if there was, like, like back in the day, if there was a health issue with the president, I would be one of those people that's like, yeah, dude, don't tell the public that. Because you don't want other nations knowing it. You don't right. want to be like, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, like, you know, the state of the president, I'm fine with that. But something that you can see, I mean, it basically, like, this would be like a president who had a mole on his face and him saying, I don't have a mole on my face. Bro, I'm looking at you. <laughs> like, I can, I can see this. I didn't understand this play. I didn't get it at all. Here's 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 the long term play, and this is probably going through the Stansbury uh, filter right oh, here. Oh no, no! But this is something I can see you doing. Um, well, dude went to the doctor, said I was too fat. Now all of a sudden, I gotta exercise more. What else am I supposed to do? Get out there, go swing those clubs around, right? Is this a long term play of like, hey, I'm trying to get back into physical fitness here. That's why I go out and play golf all the time. I mean, right? here's the thing. The problem is he takes a golf cart okay. and then drives it on the green like a hillbilly, <laughs> like a goddamn hillbilly. I can't believe a guy who owns five-star golf resorts drove a golf cart on a green. I can't believe that. I routinely play with a guy whose dad owns the course, and dude, I've never and dude, they, those guys can do whatever they want. He and his brother can do whatever they want there. And those guys respect the land and respect the fact that other people are playing on that course. And one, I couldn't believe I saw that. Sorry to get sidetracked on the golf thing. Sorry. But if he walked it, you're talking about a couple of miles, and you could lose weight walking a golf course for sure. But his fat ass ain't doing that. It ain't. 6'3", 239? Bro, there's no way. If you're curious, the BMI test that they claim he took put him in the overweight range. Which, again, most of us are. Well, yeah, and BMI is not exactly the best indicator because you got a lot of dudes who are, like, jacked who will come up as obese because they have so much mass on them. That's fair. Right. That's fair. But, I mean, that's not what we're doing. When they add overweight and or obese in it, when they add both, now that's a huge group of people, it ends up being 71% of uh, of the population of the country. We're all suffering from this a little. But... 
But that's why, why lie? That's what. That's why embrace it. That's why roll with it, dude. That's why take that ball and and I guess not run with it because you're fat. But like take that ball and I don't know. I understand why when you're, you're gonna lie about policy. I understand why you're gonna lie about like maybe somebody caught your hand and uh, this is probably a bad analogy right now in the cookie jar. You know what I mean about like you know. I'll just throw something out, Russia or whatever. Like I get, like I get that, right? Because th- th- your job's at stake there. Why are you going to lie about something that I can see? And especially, you're right. Something that we can just look at and know the difference. But I'll go back Bro, to you're it. You're wearing dude. a girdle. You're wearing a girdle because you're 240 pounds. What's the consequence? Nobody's gonna. Nobody. Nobody in the cult of Trump. Maybe some people at this point who voted for him, but nobody within the like the the, the hardest of, of, of his of his you know core believers. Nobody's gonna. This is a matter. So it's like, well, dude, I'm just gonna lie because I want to feel skinny. I mean, that's an unhealthy job if you think about it. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Dude, being president would be a very unhealthy job. Of course, a terrible job. That's a job I would never do. The amount of times where you got to like smile, like grit and like fa- dude, FaceTiming people I find so hard. Talking to people I find uninteresting is one of the hardest things in the world for me to do. It is so hard for me to do. I could never do that job ever. You're going to hear a lot that's made of like, well, you know, if he's unfit and what happens and this and that. It's like, dude, I when's the last time we had a really physically fit president? Um I mean, Obama smoked, but... Yeah, that's not great. Uh, yeah, but other, outside of that, I mean... Uh, I guess maybe physical fitness just wasn't something that you necessarily cared about. And, like, that, who cares? My real question is, like, well, then why are you lying? What else are you lying about? If you're going to lie about this, it's like catching your, your significant other in a very insignificant lie. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, bitch, are you cheating on me? The answer is yes. Maybe not in your current situation, well, but, right, like, but but yes, it, it, is that small lies normally indicate that you're comfortable lying, which means there's a bigger lie somewhere in there. Six three two thirty nine. Like, dude, at least come up with numbers I could believe. Like six three two sixty. Two sixty. I'd be like, yeah, I could maybe see that, which is heavier than I am. Two sixty. But dude, you stand me next to him, and dude, he looks like he. I mean, I've done it. I was standing right next to him. And he is that much heavier than I am. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on. The Stansberry Show. Rock 1069. 6-9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 1069. Online for you, WRQK.com. We'll get you hooked up with a, uh, some tickets for the Home and Garden Show here momentarily. 1-800-243-7625. The number you'll need on those. Also, another shot of $1,000 will be at 810 this morning. Cash money. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. So a thing that's really popular these days, and not just with the kids, adults are doing it too, and I can tell you from experience, is we're a lot of people swapping pictures of themselves sexually or oh, okay. taking pictures of themselves having sex and doing that kind of thing, right? Yeah, I mean, at this point, what do you think? 90% of people under the age of 40? <sighs> Have sent at least one? Right. I've sent at least one at some point in their sexual history. Dude, why does 90 feel high, but yet I want to agree with 75 you? 75% of people under 40? I bet that's safe. Okay. I bet that's safe. Bet safe. safe bet. Okay. Um, I don't... Uh, Three quarters of people under the age of 40. Do you... All yeah, right. Hold, so hold I buy on. that. Uh, let's, uh, let's try to hyper-define. So, by your question, are you thinking then non-married people... 
or is this because I don't know if married people like are, is that the kind of conversations that I mean I don't know like are you I, I don't know are, are you and your wife we we might be living in the stereotype a little bit there but it, it, when it comes down to it even if you got married to your high school sweetheart right out of high school and this was fifteen years ago at this point yeah she hasn't sent you a picture of her boobs. Like, I mean, like, I know the joke is, oh, dude, married people never have sex. But like at this point, you haven't she hasn't sent you just out of the out of nowhere a picture of your of, of, of boobs. Yeah, you probably have. Yeah, right? dude, you went out of town or she had to go to her sister's or something like that. And somewhere along the line, she hasn't done that. If not, man, you guys dude, step out of the world, dude. Step like, out. Here. OK, well, let me ask you. You're in a committed relationship. Right? You guys live together. Right? Are you sexting uh, on a regular basis? No, because it's like, dude, we know we're going to see each You're other. You're going to be home in two hours. Right? But it is not uncommon for it to be like hey middle of the day here's a surprise for you that's not like unheard of i like that you know what i mean like just to keep things interesting and like hey don't forget about me and like you know uh, stuff like that that's that's what it's a spice of life right there i had a woman send me some pics the other day um and one of them happened to be topless and dude you know what's weird about that that? dude that chick ghosted me really like she ghosted, me. just sending you a bunch of nudes and then not never answering a call. No, for weeks it was like, yeah, let's get together, let's have the sex. Right. I was in Vegas actually, and I was like, we were texting back and forth over the holiday, and I was like, yeah, when I get home, and then something kind of got a bump in the road, and then we had like loose plans to hang out this last weekend. Bumps and I don't and loose and all, all the bad adjectives in there. Dude, I you don't want to yourself. I don't know if it's because you know maybe she heard that I was hanging out with somebody else. I mean, yeah. it's like, dude, we're not. In, I mean, it was all, the whole thing was set up for a sex relationship, and nothing else. Still, sometimes people don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all I of a sudden, maybe, it flies in your face, and you're like, yeah, I don't necessarily want to know that. So, you're like, Friday out came and went, didn't hear anything. Saturday right. came and went, didn't hear anything. Right. And I was like, oh my god, dude, I've been ghosted. Jeez. Yeah, I didn't love that. No, no, I'm sure you felt a little. Uh, a little I wanted. I wanted there. to send the inquisitive text yesterday of like hey dude just kind of curious like what went down here i'm um, sorry not not hey dude hey hey hey, hey, hey young, dude hey young lady <laughs> i uh, i uh, i, I want to because i am a little curious but what i don't want is dude look at i don't want to be one of the guys that can't get the hint no because i felt like it was a pretty big hint like you need to pick up on this i've changed my mind i'm moving forward okay. right so but i thought that was weird like if you're going to send me a picture of your boobs although then i thought about it i was like well dude that's not rare anymore yeah it honestly isn't it's not un- uncommon anymore so it's not i don't want to say that special but it's not so you got to be careful about who you're sending this stuff to and who you're doing it with. I know you think that the person you're in a relationship with right now is the person you're going to be with forever, but it might not be. Yeah, but look at all the people in your past. You know what I'm saying? Would you want them all to have that picture? Right. Okay. And so... And I will always tell guys, if a woman is nice enough to send you pictures, dude, don't show your friends. Don't post it anywhere. Don't do that. Don't ruin it for the rest of us, you douche. All you're doing at that point is proving you don't get enough of this, which is why you got to go to the mountaintop and scream about the fact that it just happened to you, you loser. And here we have a story, of course, out of Florida. All right. Where a man had some pictures of he and his, like, I don't know if it was his girlfriend, maybe. Yeah, it was his girlfriend. They were having sex. She decides, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. So what did this guy do? Uploads the photos to the preschool where she works Facebook page. During the course of the relationship, the 30-year-old allegedly took sexually explicit photos of the woman without her knowing. Making it even worse there. When he began to suspect she was seeing other people, he reportedly told her he would publish those images. Known the world round now as revenge porn. Bless you. The Thank victim you, told 
him. She didn't want to go out with him anymore in late December. And following, uh, and the following day, her car was keyed while she was working. Oh my God! What a like a what a tenth grade move. However, lacking proof it was him, she did not report it. So then he contacted her Thursday to ask if she was dating anyone and suggested he was going to come into her house, break down her door if she didn't let him inside. On Friday, allegedly then sends multiple photos to the preschool along with a badly worded message that read, your teacher's pics and video of your teacher are all over. The images were received by the woman's boss. How embarrassing is that? Yeah, I mean, just awful. I mean, especially since, number one, this woman didn't know these pictures were taken. But it's like making a sex tape is, don't get me wrong, I guess, not something that you want. But like it's the privacy of your own home. And I'm okay with that. You're an adult. You're in a a relationship. I don't care what you do. Nothing's criminal there. It's probably not the best look, but nothing's criminal. After one of the victim's friends received the same set of images Saturday, deputies then went and found him, and uh, they were able to figure out who's in the photos over tattoos. He was taken into custody and charged with the misdemeanors of uh, sexually cyber sexually cyber harassing a person and cyber stalking, as well as extortion, which happens to be a felony. He'll yeah. be uh, he'll be back in court on February the sixth. Like, would you? I, Dude, is getting her fired? Dude, crazy people just weird me out. Is getting somebody fired really going to make you feel better about her not wanting to be? And if ultimately the goal is to get her back, how's losing her job for her going to do that for you? You take a crazy person from the get-go, and then you introduce heartbreak and rejection on top of it, and they're really going to start acting crazy. Because honestly, you take a sane person, and you introduce heartbreak and rejection, and we all start acting a little bit crazy. It's true. At the best of us, we all do it. It was like two and a half years ago, I went through a pretty bad breakup on the show was on the air and like the show suffered oh like, dude everyone I, suffered like the, the show <laughs> suffered i remember my friend jessica had to call me she's like dude i'm your best friend it's my job to tell you when you're screwing up you're screwing up it, i mean it was bad th- th- this guy deserves everything that comes at him i mean like and honestly i hope they set a precedent with this i hope this is like yo dude you do something like this and it, it should be a felony it should be jail time like i have no issue with that yeah i have uh I, dude what it, i just i would never do that to somebody Ever. I would never do that to somebody. And also, this is one of the reasons why I don't send a lot of photos out is because I'm terrified somebody will do that to me. We have home and garden show tickets. We'll take caller 17 on those right now. 1-800-243-7625. Also, a shot at $1,000 will be next on Rock 106.9. Kobe boys brought popcorn. The Stansberry Show. Because I'm about to put on a show. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. You're about to get hooked up with $1,000 momentarily. We'll give you the next keyword of the day. I have to I have to complain about something I saw right. online. Here we go. So there's this woman I know. And um, she's made positive changes in her life and for the for the much much better so i gotta give her her. some credit there right all right but there's this photo of her and her child and they're both wearing the same t-shirt and it's of like a rap group and i'm not going to tell you because i don't want people to be able to figure this out okay but it's of a it's of a rap group okay and i guess somebody had told her that putting your child in a t-shirt like that is making her a bad parent Okay. Okay. Now, I would agree that it's probably not bad parent, but it probably wasn't the best decision you made while parenting. A couple of okay. bad decisions don't make okay. you a bad parent. Okay. You just you didn't do the you didn't have, you didn't use the best judgment today. All right, that um that does often get muddled like the uh, the concept that you do something bad now all of a sudden you're that's just a who bad you parent. are you're the worst. Okay. It's great. I right. think I think right. that's crazy. That's I, I, so I don't want to paint it with a, with too broad of a brush. I like it. 
But her remark, her response is, your bigotry makes you a neo-Nazi fascist oh, douchebag. I'll raise my son to be a lion, and you can raise yours to be a sheep. Jeez. First of all, why is telling you, why is telling you that, so, that this group, who is like profanity-laced, is, is not a, 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 a great parenting decision to put your kid in that shirt, why does that make it bigotry? Why is it bigotry? Why, and why, why is he a neo-Nazi? Is it because these are the words that you've heard on TV for two years? And so you just then, like, I don't want to do, paint everybody else with like this broad brush? Bigotry I, doesn't apply here. I hate. I hate, I hate when when parents like put their taste onto their children like that. Um, but you wouldn't use Mommy's that little monster. But you wouldn't you wouldn't use that to if someone if someone had a Beatles shirt on if their kid had a Beatles shirt on you wouldn't have said neo neo Nazi fascist you wouldn't have even though you can make I think a lot of the same arguments against a lot of rock bands where it's like well dude yeah those songs are all about doing drugs like you shouldn't let your children do that like you shouldn't allow your children to to you know pr- agreed proudly wear that no there's a lot of sex and drugs and rock. Rock and roll and rock and roll. So yeah. So so you agreed. Wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily, but you wouldn't use that those terms. You're but right. I tell people all the time. Like people say, yeah. Sometimes I'm listening to you with my kid in the car, and I'm always like, uh, what? Uh, what? Okay. I mean, I it, I will just tell you, I'm not judging you, and I'm not gonna. I would not, as the host of the program, allow my child to listen. I would allow my 14 year old to listen. I would not allow my eight year old. So listen. like my brother got a 12 year old, right? So my niece Grace, she's 12. And my brother's like, yeah, dude, we'll pull you up and we'll listen to the podcast or listen to iHeartRadio. They're three hours behind in Vegas. And he's like, and I know you. And I know he's like, so I can kind of start to figure out in the, like, in the conversation, like, all right, he's about to go someplace I don't want my kid to be. How quick is this going to turn? And right? so he'll yank the cord out and she'll be like, what are you doing? I was listening to Uncle Dan. And he'll tell her, yeah, Uncle Dan sometimes gets paid to talk about things that we're not necessarily ready for you to be right. part of the conversation with. Right. And then they move forward. Like, my yeah. brother doesn't do that. Well, no, I mean, I got to give her everything. My brother just said, nah, it's not for you. No, and I, I think there's a happy medium between those sure. two places yeah. of like, yeah, I just allow my child to consume whatever they want versus like, no, I don't let my kid hear anything that's, you know, bad. It's just people are so, people love neo-Nazi fascists. People love these terms now because they know that it just, it pierces multiple layers of skin and gets all the way in. And now, you know, if I say this to you, you have have to go on the defensive. You got, dude. You got to stop following this. Person. I did, <laughs> like, dude. You got to get did. that negativity out of your life. I bro. did. I, 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 well, I, I, I say a, I did. I'm doing it right now. I don't even follow her. I, I don't need right my boy now. stressing out over neo Nazi fascists who are wearing, you know, like a said, tribe called Quest T-shirt. She, uh, I, I don't think so. It was Wu Tang. Okay. And she, uh, <laughs> All right. She, there it is. I mean, she's made positive, you know, uh, decisions in her life for the for the much better, and she got the help that she needed. And so, like, I, I applaud her for all that. But like bigotry, and like again, you're just regurgitating things that you've heard the TV say to you from where all your problems come from, and you don't know that to be true. So I saw this yesterday, and I honestly wanted to put my head through the wall. And this, from a group of people that are pissed that their kids don't have school when it's cold out, are now like, what? My boss can fire me for not going to work when the weather's bad? Yes, you're a grown-up. There are going to be different rules for you than there are for children. And you can't bitch about how the kids are so soft. They don't even have to go to school. And how many days of school are we going to have? And then be like, I what? And then be shocked your boss is going to fire you for not showing up in a bad weather day. Why do people think that that's going to be the way that is? 
Um, I guess there's people who are just going to look for the easy way out in life, and I guess that's probably the the natural human way to do things. Um, you, you got to remember here that it's like yes, bad weather. Like we've had bad weather for the past week, it seems like. But until it becomes, you know, the authorities tell you that you're not allowed on the road, your place of business has no obligation to n- not to, to call off. Now, if there's a snow, you know, if there's a snow ban in effect and you can't be on the streets, right. Well, then right. Well, then now we're talking about something different they can't make you come in for that but like if it's just like hey dude the weather sucks welcome to life i had a guy tell me the other day that he didn't even call his boss he was like well i mean it's all over the news everybody knows the weather's bad i just didn't go wow and i was like so wait a minute wait this dude's my age i said you just didn't go to your place of employment you did not call a manager and or your boss whatever the situation may be there that you know the power structure there you didn't tell anybody you didn't alert anybody so, like, you just didn't show up today. And he was like, no. He's like, my boss will know. He's like, they have to know. Look at the weather. I was like, it, you'd be making a better argument to me if you said, well, no, I didn't call work. They're obviously not there either because nobody can drive. <laughs> like, that would be one right, thing. Right. But if your assumption is they're at the office, your boss is going to be like, well, I got here. Even, even, even if your kid or, dude, more likely your boss is going to be like, I don't care if I'm there or not. I'm the boss. I can take the day off because of the weather. You can't. I mean, that's, dude, that's the power structure right there. But even if you are like, yo, Canton City Schools is canceled and my boss knows that I live in Canton, therefore he knows that I'm not going to be able to come in because my kid has the day off school you still have to call and you still have to like you still have to reach out to that person and on top of that it is your responsibility to kind of figure out what you're going to do now i would i would agree that that's got to be a tough you know decision make like i was talking to a couple of the salespeople yesterday after the program and they all have kids and we do not and so i said what do you guys i said so i said to nicole one of my buddies here and i said so what do you your husband do because they both work right i said what do you guys do do you flip coins is that what happens and she was like literally there was a morning where we were both standing in there and she's like yeah we could couldn't figure it out, so we pulled a quarter out, and we were flipping to see who's going to call off of work that day. And that's got to be a terrible position to be in. I can only imagine how many people have been fired because of that, and it seems unfair, but like, yo, that's life, man. Like, what do you... Life as a, can be unfair. As a place of business, that's all that matters to me is, are you at my job, or are you here when I need you to be here? And if you're not, it doesn't matter the circumstance, you're so fired. another one of our salespeople had a really good answer on this and and was really prepared and it made me go oh like dude like dude being a parent man you got to think ahead i said i said so what do you do because she's now separated right i said what do you do do you just call the ex-husband and try you know try to get it figured out or whatever she's like no i have there's a daycare that handles all eight you know most ages of children and i just kind of that's my backup plan where it's like if the school like there's and I guess it's like a home run thing where she knows people and like, you know, it's like a community thing. And she's like, and so I'll lean on that person in that situation. I was like, man, like to think about that. Oh, dude, I, I think we've talked about this before when people were just complaining about school being off. If you are a home daycare service, much like Uber, dude, rate rates up, man. Like, yo, if you want to come in today, sorry, usually it's, you know, usually it's every inch of bucks snow. Today. Right. Usually it's 35. Sorry, it's 65 today, man. That's how it works. Every inch of snow is another 20 five bucks for me Something to watch your like kid that, right i mean oh i like it yeah i mean people are gonna have a conniption fit about it people are gonna be like oh my god but no oh, dude i mean welcome to you know yeah there's a shortage man right, you right. know what i mean and uh, do we have a service and you there. need it Dude, maybe we should get in the daycare business. I do not think that's a good idea. I'm not going, you know what, bro? I'm going to say it right now. I think that's a terrible no, idea. No, now here's why. Dude, I've always <laughs> no, been obsessed. No. Let me finish okay, my sentence. Right. <laughs> I, but, and here's why I can never do it. 
I do think Baby Fight Club is hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I'm a child. I know I'm an infant in my mind. But there's something about toddlers, shirtless, and like head sweatbands, just Rocky and Apollo in it. Like the end of the movie, just trading blow for blow. There's just something about that, dude. Honestly, sadly, I, w- I think I would pay to see that. Here's your shot at $1,000 right now. Nine. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you at WRQK.com. Still have a, uh, I believe it's a four pack of tickets for the camp charge game. Oh yeah, dude, family four pack. Things are getting crazy for that game Friday night. Game Saturday night. Oh, game. No, I'm sorry, the twentieth. The twentieth. Correct. Sorry. It's all right, dude. A lot of numbers flying around in your head, trying to count things. No, it's the twentieth Saturday night. Joseph tweeting in and says. Stands very in that photo with you in Red Sun Rising. You yeah. don't look huge. You are huge. Jeez, Joe. Eat some. Eat some salad, Joe. Hey, you guys are jerks. Yeah. Speaking of salads, big ass salads right there on top. <laughs> you love this place, huh? <laughs> you love it. No, it was really good, and I just figured, hey man, if I can prop up a local business that uh, listens to the Rock Mother, I'm gonna uh, you know I'm gonna give a little tip of the hat there. We are fans of local business. Yeah, we, we are. Do, we do love that. So, according to X Hamster, Okie dokie, which is a uh, online pornography site, everyone's like, "Duh!" <laughs> well, I don't know. Are they one of the? Are they one of the more popular ones there? I would say they're probably like probably they're not top. They're not top one, two, three, but they're okay. top five. Let's play this game real okay. fast. I say to you, online porn. Okay. What are the three comp- What are the three websites that come to mind right away? Pornhub, mm-hmm. X Videos, and then probably X Hamsters next to my rotation. See, I would have been Pornhub, X Videos, U Porn. Okay. Because U Porn's just been out there so long. Right, 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 right. And it has porn right there in the title, right? Yeah, and then we'll probably, you know, well, uh, Red Tube's probably honorable mention there. Okay. Right? All right, we'll throw Red Tube in the mix. Okay. <laughs> probably honorable mention there. But according to X Hamster, uh, Hamster's trend report, it revealed that daddy was the number one top search term for women looking at pornography. Which, by the way, they say the last two years, the, the amount of women who are on online porn sites are is like, dude, it's like tripling. Like, they say that women are just like flooding to the internet to look at porn. And so much so that you'll start to notice now, if you can look past yourself there, that um, they're doing more and more videos shot from what would be the women's perspective okay. of where, you know what I mean? Because they're trying to make porn for women, right? Okay. They're, they're trying to, they're trying to seduce more women into the brand. And I get it. I totally get it. Right. Women are obviously sexual too. They kind of need that too. Right. But daddy was the number one top search term for women in America. Okay. According to another report released by Pornhub, daddy porn is so popular and women are going absolutely nuts over hairy older dudes. Pornhub claims that they found confirmation that dad bod is indeed sexy, along with black daddy, big daddy, and hairy daddy, and even DILF, which is the obviously the male equivalent of MILF. Okay. Along with call me daddy and daddy's little princess. So people obviously want to know, why are women fascinated with this? And... They talked to a sex therapist, Vanessa Martin, who said this has got a lot less to do with daddy issues the way people think about. She's like, but we normally, she's like, we also use the word daddy. I'll give you her definition here. 
as somebody who is in charge, who is the boss, a protector, or doing a good job. The only thing I'll say about that, and I would say that, that that's not necessarily true, but I will call our boss dad every now and then. Well, you do that, and there's a saleswoman here who constantly, when we're having a conversation about something we may want to do work-related, she'll always say to me, run that by daddy. Right, dad's going to argue about that. Da- run it by daddy. And so like we, and that's, we do refer to him that way. So they're saying that this isn't necessarily about that. Now, an alternative explanation by sexpert Dr. Nikki Goldstein explains that some women, however, are turned on by daddies because it will make them feel younger and more innocent like a virgin, as Madonna once had said. Um, Yeah, and I mean, I think it's pretty natural for women to be attracted to older men. I think that's pretty, you know, par for the course. I mean, I've always heard the the theory that women, even in sexual relationships, looked for um, support and um, security in those things. And I would imagine the older you are, the more capable you are of handling that end of a relationship. Right. So I could understand that. Females are evolutionary, wired to desire masculine, powerful, authoritative men. Which is crazy, because... There's an entire movement out there right now to remove those kinds of dudes. They say, since it indicates their ability to provide for and protect his partner and offspring. And yeah, you, you, I mean, I would imagine back in the hunter-gatherer days, the biggest dude in the village had all the chicks, right? Because he's going to be able to hunt the best. And dude, if you were a gathering man, you might just go over there and you know go by the river with the, with the ladies. I still think this is a little bit about daddy issues. I'm sorry. I do. I think it is. Do you think the, and now it's been going on for probably two decades now, do you think the obsession with MILFs our society has had, um, do you think that's based on mommy issues? Yes. Okay. I, I don't think, I think it would be impossible for me to say one thing, one group of sex, right. one sex is doing this and then it's, it's not true on the other side. This First of all, anything incestual always is a turnoff to me. Like I don't know what it is. I know there's some people who are the exact opposite. Where it's that being dir- decent, where that dirtiness is like what they want. But even like when you know it's acted incest, you know what I'm saying? Like we, oh yeah, like, like me, like dude, you throw a nun in porn and I'm out. Right. I'm so out. like, okay. so and it just Fair. it seems very much recently. That like stepdad finds stepdaughter, stepbrother, stepsister, you know, mom. And and it just seems like there's all these like, I'll tell you, it's a a big push recently. It is. And I'll tell you another thing that's become popular is not even stepdaddy, but dads. And then there's two dads and two like obviously like 21 year old like porn stars. And instead of having sex with their own daughter, they just swap they and they have sex in front of each other. And it's like, guys, this, I understand this is fantasy, but you've built a world in which I can't be turned on. Yeah, there's plenty of like fantasy things where I can be like, all right, yeah, but that then, works. But that that's enough for me. I'm but then, but then Layla London gets naked and starts taking it, and you're like, all right, maybe it's maybe it's not the worst. But I would have to imagine this is still about da- a little bit is still about daddy issues. And I can tell you, as a guy who's had sex, obviously, dude, when a woman whips that word out, mm. dude, your boy doesn't love it. Mm. Like, I don't love it. I mean, if, if, here's the weird thing about that is that I think that this isn't maybe not because you're kind of like you sneering at it. But this is an age thing for me is that there was a time in my life 
And maybe it's because I was young enough not to care about the fact that daddy issues really screw somebody up. Yeah, and I was just like, matter. all this means to me is kinky sex. And now maybe as I'm getting older, I'm like, oh, dude, like that's probably not ultimately okay. Like there, there was a shift in my life where it was like, dude, where daddy went from being okay to now it's kind of gross. Where probably at that point it was like, well, dude, I am legit old enough to be your father. Maybe you should stop calling me that. Um, <sighs> any introduction, like I said, like, I, I, I you know, like, You'll hear people like, you know, Poppy and, and Daddy and Mommy and stuff like that, dude. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I, I don't need that. Yeah, dude, the word Mommy yeah. should never come out of a man's mouth while having sex. Like, I'm... I, I mean, I don't want to be judgmental. I don't care what you guys do in the no, be- in your whatever. bedrooms. You want to wear diapers and like, you whatever. know what I mean? Milk yourself. Whatever. I don't care. Like, as long as you're not involving kids or hurting anybody else, I don't really care what you do. But it is strange to me. There was a little bit of this when I read this where I was like, well, dude, maybe I don't care about getting old now, right? Like, does this mean then? Or is this like one of those fantasy things where it's like, this is what you want when you're going to be alone with your sex, but not when you actually want to have sex? Like, I'll give you a great example from like the male side, at least for me. Dude, anal is something that I feel like in porn is like, dude, the idea of that is hot. But, like, in my life, I'm like, yeah, I don't need that. Pornography has made it, like, mainstream at this point. Like, in porn, it's like every single sexual encounter has has that at one point or another. And it's like, God, dude, that's not what's happening in the real world. Nowhere it's not, near it's not, it's, not even, it's not even close to what's happening No, as a matter of fact, world. you interview porn stars and they'll all tell you, dude, no, I hate that. Well, of course. Dude, are you kidding me? Yeah, dude, those girls aren't having paid to have sex. They're being paid to look like they're enjoying having sex. That's what they're getting paid for. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on. Dan Stansberry and his boy, Wonder Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Hey, guys, it's Stansberry. You know if you listen to the show, I don't really have a problem admitting things about myself that might be a little bit embarrassing for some of you, but my credit score was one of the show. Rock 106.9. And welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. If you missed the opening of the program, we did get uh, the report card yesterday. I'm not going to go into full-blown details, but I will tell you that the show did very... Very, very well, and so did the radio station overall. So I want to thank everybody listening right now and people who listen daily, and who uh, and those of you who download the podcast at wrqk.com as well. I mean, it was only really, really well if you consider being the best. Good. I mean, I guess maybe you know. Well, I kind of do. <laughs> it's not bad. We could have had worse results, I would say. Dude, this guy's taking issue with the fact. Uh, in the last break, we were talking about how women kind of seek out alpha males. And he's like, if you want an, if you want stability, then you don't want an alpha. He's like, if, he's like, the research finds that alphas are unfaithful and unsupportive emotionally. Research suggests that women view alpha as a more dangerous and exciting relationship that they prefer when they aren't ovulating. Again, this is where research gets really tricky is because research gets done on all sides. People put it out and go, dude, these thousand people we talked to said this. Well, and like, I mean, I think this guy's getting caught up on the word alpha and like what he has in his mind of what alpha male is. I mean, I think what you were trying to say is a person that's in a position of power, somebody who, you know, which would be the alpha. Well, and I think this guy's saying somebody who like crushes creatine and like flexes when he's banging out hoes. You know what I mean? Oh, those are bros. Well, I mean, I think that's probably a little bit of a confusion. We're getting lost in the conversation. Okay, that's fair. That's okay. That's fair. I just I don't think it's out of line to, to assume that women seek out power. Powerful men. 
Like, we've seen it all over. Look, I'm not going to get all down into this, but, dude, look, I mean, with, with Trump just yesterday, with Stormy Daniels, the porn star, right. why do you think she slept with that dude? Because of how good he looks? No, he's a powerful man. Monica Lewinsky, why do you think she slept with Bill Clinton? He's a powerful man. Sometimes, not all women, I don't want to paint you all this way, but women seek out power in, 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 uh, in men. It just, it, dude, I've seen it. I don't even think that's necessarily like a super negative thing that like you want your partner to be somebody that's in a position of power. I don't, I don't, I, that's not like, oh my God, these women are no, like, it, oh, it's like saying something negative about them. Depending, like, I get that. Depending on where, where, why you're doing it, it can get a little gold diggerish. Depending on yeah. what your intentions are, yeah. but if, but if, if done healthily, I, I don't have a problem with that. I, I, I don't have a problem with that at all. So when I was, I don't know, twenty two maybe, right. a buddy of mine was getting married. Young Stansberry here. Yeah, a buddy of mine was going to get married, and I'm not going to give you their names. And they ended up not doing this. Okay. Okay. But he. We all showed up at the bar and, you know, they they had already announced, yeah, we're engaged and things are going to be great and it's going to be, you know, all right, this stuff, right? right? And we were all at the bar. We were kind of, you know, and again, so keep in mind, dude, we're all like 22 to 25. New to the bar. Okay. All right. And kind of new to like being a grown up okay. and like handling, re- you know, situations responsibly. You guys were hashtag adulting before that even became a thing. Okay. That's right. All right. That's right. All you right. millennials, you've learned it all from us. Right. And he said to me and and a group of table of my buddies, my fiance asked me if I would consider, after getting married, if I would change my last name to hers versus her take my last name. And so, this is 20-some years ago. Right. So imagine everybody at the table just was like, Pulled back and we're like, mm. right records. The needle scratch stop. Right like, there like okay. no, bro, you don't do that. All right. And he started pressing us, and I realized I don't have a great argument for why you don't do that, other than you don't do that. Right. That's the way it's always been. I, I have no, other than conventionalism, I have no reason to argue that you shouldn't do that. Yeah. And I, I think we've made the point before of like, well, if that's the best reason you have, that's really not much of a reason. Well, that's the way it's always been done. Not the best reason right. from for most things. Right. So this has happened to a guy. I think this is Australia where this has happened. Land down under. OK. Where he uh, was marrying this woman. And she's got no male cousins, no brothers, no nothing. She's the end of the line ah, for their last name. I didn't even think of that, but okay. She is the last Phillips of, of her family. Okay. Now, not necessarily an uncommon name, so you know what I mean? But her family name will die. Yeah, out. but more than like the name, yes, of course, there's going to be other dudes named Phillips, but like the lineage, like the, the family line here. Okay. Right. Okay. And so they were concerned about that. He's got a few brothers, I guess, and other male family members. So he changed his last name to his fiance, now wife, her last name. And they're using her last name. Now he's going to hyphen. He's going to have his last name. He's going to hyphen, which I've always felt like, you know, aren't you just kind of dipping your toes in the marriage thing at that point? Like, aren't you kind of just like, well, in case maybe I want out of this one day, right? And that's the way that's always felt. Maybe I'm being judgy. Right. I have a, I, I'm being told uh, a lot recently that I have a tendency to judge a little. I didn't realize that, but maybe I do. And so now he went on Facebook to announce, you know, that, you know, we got married and right. here's why my name looks different and told the story. And I would admit that if I went to dinner again tonight with my buddy and he told me he was going to do this, I'd be like, oh, dude, I wouldn't do that. 
But that's where my opinion would end. But people are like death threatening this guy Jeez. over this stuff. That seems a little ridiculous. Go kill yourself Jeez. was one of the quote. Now, when I read that one, I was like, okay, this is where I think sometimes hyperbole and sarcasm doesn't necessarily always get picked up in in print and so maybe i was like all right maybe that one i was like ah dude like that one somebody somebody's calling you a sissy and just being harsh about it i'm not necessarily sure that's like all that wrong right but then another man wrote in and says and this is way wrong i hope you and your whore die in a car crash so that your genes don't continue and so my question fantone is why do other people feel as if that your sexuality or your marriage is being threatened by a decision that does not affect you? I think that's a billion dollar question right there in the sense of like if and someone had the answer to that of why people that? Get, I got good questions. Of why people get so worked up about things that truly at the end of the day have no effect, no bearing, no no consequences in their life. Why do people get so worked up about it? I do not know, but on a regular basis, man, that's just human nature where it's like I, I got to scream about something. I have to be pissed about something, right? It's I mean, just really weird to me. Others had uh, posted online and said, I hope your wife can't have kids. That'll be God's way of punishing you. Gosh. I mean, like, uh, here's here's the thing, too, is like, not that I would approve of this, but at least when it comes to something like homosexuality and a marriage there, you can hide behind, well, like, that's my religious belief, and I don't buy that, but at the same time, at least there's somewhat of, like, well, this is what I've been trained to think since I was a child, where, like, this, this has nothing to do with, like, well, is this a moral decision or not if you change your last name? Of course it's not a moral decision. The guy says, look, this is not a political statement. This is not about the climate. This is not about the culture. It's about the fact that my wife has no male cousin. It's the last in her family's lineage with the name of Phillips, so it would die out after that. I was completely taken by surprise that in this year that somebody that this was making this much noise. Right. If, if, if this man and woman decided, you know what, we're going to you know what, we're going to change our last name and we're going to change it to sweatpants, nobody would really care. Yeah, you might be like, "Oh my god, you see these idiots in Australia, blah blah blah." But you nobody's going with like, "Yo, I hope you die in a fiery crash and your your wife has, oh, you know, ovarian cancer so you can't have children." Like, who cares? I mean, in the day and age of people switching their gender, right? You're going to get so worked up about somebody switching their last name? I mean, like, I don't care what you call you. Like, I don't care what you call yourself. I don't care what you do with, with your genitals. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't think there is an answer to that, why we get so worked up about stuff. I think a man would have to understand that if you adopt your woman's last name after getting married, that there's going to be some general ribbing from your buddies about sure. the fact that she sure. wears the pants, totally in control. But here's the thing. I am yet to find the married friend that I have who runs his household. Right, 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 right. Like there's <laughs> dude, like there's any of them out there who are just like, no, man, I've got it. Like, okay. dude, anytime I go over to my buddy's house who are married and they're playing cards or whatever, it's obvious. Dude, you didn't pick any of this stuff out. Right. You didn't do any of this stuff. You don't even know where anything is, dude. Right. You she- asked her if I was allowed to come over. <laughs> right. She's in charge of it all. I um I do have a, a dude I know from high school who um who who hyphenated his last name and his wife did the opposite. So his last name is like Jeff Smith Jones and her last name is, you know, so was Jenny he, Jones Smith. Was he the Smith of the Jones? I think he was originally the Smith. So he kept his name first. first she hyph- kept her name first and then they just hyphenated each other last name onto the end of it. I mean, I've had women in my life tell me that they felt like it was unfair 
after you get married that they feel like their identity gets swallowed. And I know that the combat on the other side of that is, is, well, that's what's supposed to happen because you're joining as a unit to take on life together. I don't know who's right. I don't know who's wrong. And I think ultimately it's because there is no right. There is no wrong. You have to do what you feel is best for you in your marriage. My girlfriend and I were talking about this, I don't know, a while ago at this point. But yeah, she's a modern woman. Right. But um, it's not. it wasn't a question of like, oh, I'm going to take my last name and hyphenate it. Like, no, she's 100% on board with it. The thing she said to me is she's like, I just don't know if I'll take it professionally. Like, I don't know if I want to be like, you know, at work and somebody says, oh, your last name's Fantone. It's not Myth, you know what I'm saying, and then all of a sudden it because of what you do. Hey, New Turn Tuesday, what about that? You know what I mean? Like, and she's like, I just don't know if I want to have to deal with that all the time. That's fair. Fair. That's fair. Especially in a professional sense. She, I mean, she's you know, I mean, take the last name. You see actors all the time who don't change their name. That's like they get married. I remember when 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 Courtney Cox did it. They did it all on the on like the credits of Friends, and they everybody changed their name to Arquette. And it's rare when when actors or actresses do that. And I think more likely is that most radio dudes, their name's not their name. You know what I'm saying? Like their name, they don't go by real name. The fact that we both decided to do that that just opens up a you know a new can of worms when it comes to like, well, are you going to take my name or not? Yeah, I say it all the time. I'm happy my family lives 3,000 miles away. Now, uh, one of our listeners, Dwayne, wrote in and said, if, I, if my wife, if my future wife had a fantastic last name right. and I've always kind of didn't like mine, right. I would maybe switch it then. Like if her last name was like Rambo or something? I, now, this is the question I've been having in my mind since starting to talk about this. Is as I'm getting older, if I was going to get married now, and this was a sticking point for the woman. Would I risk throwing a woman that I was in love with, that I felt like completed me? Right. Would I throw her back in the ocean over the plenty of fish, over something as trivial as this? And I have to think maybe I would, because I think what's happening there, if I, if I have to do it begrudgingly, I've now shown you that when push comes to shove, you get your way. Well, and, and I then think sometimes that, shouldn't she? I mean, like, well, yes. is she asking you to change your name? No. If she's just saying, hey, this is what I'm doing with my name. I, 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 I guess I don't know if I would. And again, I don't have a good reason other than you just don't do that. I, I wouldn't accept her coming in and saying to me, yo, you need to change your name. So why should I expect her to have to change her name when I point at her and say, no, you need to do it? Because that. it's the way it's been. It's not a solid enough argument. Like, I wish there was a better argument in that, but there really isn't. And like I said, as we're switching genders around, I don't think it's crazy to start to assume we're going to switch last names around. What does this do to kids' last names? I guess maybe that starts to be a problem because at some point you're going to be like, all right, so... You're a Jones. Right, right. So you're Stephen Fantone Stansberry, and then they get divorced, and it's like, all right, well, now you know your stepdad's last name's got to be tagged on to the end of it. He's already got three three surnames there. So, I mean, maybe that's a part of the problem, but... I didn't even think... Think about the kids. be right about single moms. You know what I'm saying? They've been dealing with this issue since day one. So I I don't know if that's necessarily like, oh, well, it's all over. Take the man's name. Yeah, I don't know if you should really be telling. Like, and again, maybe I'm taking this seriously because somebody in my family is unable to have children, wanted children really bad, can't have them. I also have a very close friend that uh, I think recently found out that they can't. Dude, wishing infertility on someone. Pretty terrible. Dude, that is awful. Pretty terrible. That is awful. As a guy who doesn't want children, wishing infertility on somebody else is makes you a terrible, terrible person. You're shot at $1,000 right around the corner on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. 
Hey guys, you got Sansbury here. It's been freezing cold for a few weeks now. Wouldn't a remote start be good? Maybe some heated seats, heated steering wheel. You can have all of that. Yo, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We have $1,000 up for grabs. We'll give you your keyword momentarily. Uh, before the break, we were talking about how there's a guy out of Australia who is taking his wife's last name instead of her taking his. And they were getting death threats. And they were getting like, you know, I hope your wife's infertile and can't have kids, which I think is way too far. It's a bit much. I think that's crazy. A bit and a- much. Amanda, who listens daily, wrote in and said, look. The woman changing her name is from when a woman, when women, sorry, were property, and she went from being her father's property, and now she's now her husband's property. She goes, I would like to hyphenate because I am my own person, and I would expect him to hyphenate because our families are joining one. We are not. So essentially, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expand on her point. I don't want to put words in her mouth. So we'll use my last name. We're not the Stansberries. We are this plus combine this. So she feels like hyphenating is the best way for all families to do it. Where the Stansberry Joneses. Would it matter to you where you were in the billing? You want to be first or last? Um, I can understand why I would want my name to be first. She would want her name to be first. But like, okay, so let's say, all right, so, you know, my kid is now, you know, Stephen Fantone Jones. Okay. So Fantone Jones is his last name. What happens when he marries somebody with last with another last name? Is it now, you know, J- Fantone Jones Smith Davis? Are we putting all four of those names together? Because you're taking a Fantone Jones and they're now marrying a Smith Davis. And like, uh, dude, are we really? Pu- I mean, like, that's just going to be, it's going to expand quite quickly there. Dude, Within you, three generations. What are you doing? Drawing straws? I mean, like, what's going to happen there? That's a good point. That's a nice observation there. I don't know what I do in that situation. I don't know either. Not 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 have a. Can we just? Can we? And I I hate to be this guy, but can we just keep the conventional method? It seems less confusing, at least. Um, Yes, of course we can, and I think that most people will probably are going to right and and, and fine. And like, dude, like we said, like name your kids and yourself, and name yourself whatever the hell you want. But it's like obviously. There's going to be people who who feel that unconventional methods are enough to give death threats over. I, I'm I'm going to I'm going to speculate here, but I would imagine that even a woman who felt uncomfortable about accepting her husband's last name mm-hmm. and secretly was like, oh, I don't know if I should have done this, this and that, that when a child entered your life. That you would now look at that as no longer you adopted somebody else's name. That now you've created life, and so now this is your family's name, right? Like, am I am I being crazy here? Well, are you assuming that every child should be named after their father? I'm saying I think if if, if, if the situation I set up is that she took her husband's name, so yes, you would name your kids well, yeah. after the family name. I think one of my point is is I think a woman who is uncomfortable with it may then. Be comforted by like we've had a baby now. We're like we're we're a family now, and so like it's okay that it's this name. So does that apply to men too? Like you shouldn't care at that point about being taking your wife's name because we're all taking their name. I your child. Yeah, I mean maybe I I, I don't know I don't know I, I it's like I said that there's I wish I don't want to be like it's not right. I would prefer that if I was to get married. For my wife then to take my name. That would be my preference. But again, as I've been saying in this conversation, is that I don't have 
anything to stand on to make that my argument. Well, and here's the thing is you really don't need too much to, start, to stand on to make that your argument. For you, your family, your perspective, your life, your values, that's perfectly appropriate. Is This is the way that I want it done. The problem is, is when somebody else wants it done another way and then it becomes like, hey, I'm judging you. I'm telling you I hope your uterus falls out. That's when it becomes a problem. Name yourself, name your kids whatever the hell you want or you, 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 you know, take whatever last name you want. Stephen writes in and says it's becoming more and more common in Europe to see men take women's names, use a hyphen, or even create a new surname together. Why not? Maybe you combine them up. Right. Maybe you jumble them up there. I mean, nothing's stopping you, though. You can take whatever name you want. Like, there's been people who have, who have I'm, I'm naming myself Spider-Man. People who have, I mean, Prince yeah. changed his name to a symbol. Like, I, I don't get I why. I mean, Diddy changed his name every 30 days. Right. Like, why is this such a big deal that dudes want to do this? And, like, what difference does it make? Elaine writes in and says, when my male cousin married his wife, she hyphenated her last name. The kids now have her last name as a middle name. And I think that's a good compromise. If the last name is that huge of a deal for you. Okay. I could see that. Maybe give your your maiden last name to all your kids as their middle name. Though. You see, you're worried about multiple multiple like you know names. I'm worried. What do I do about passwords, dude? Like, it's right. my, like my mother's maiden. How do I get in here? Like, what am I? What, you know what I mean? What am I going to list for that? I, this is a tricky situation because, like I said, here's why I'm obsessed with it. Because if I was getting married and a woman pressed me, I would be like. Well, I don't want to do it, but I don't have an argument. Normally, I'm the guy that's like, well, dude, I got an argument. I can combat that. I can work my way around that. I'll argue. I'll win. I'll be fine. But I've got nothing to stand on. And yet I'm not. And because here's the other thing. I'm not so staunch in it that I think it's wrong that if you should accept your woman's name. It is solely, I will tell you, this is about me accepting society's conventions that it would be feminine of me to do it. Um, I think that uh, when your wife tells you she wants a hyphenate last name or for the kids to be something different or, or something like that. I always say this about threesomes, but I'll say the same thing about this is you probably already know that you have that wife. You know what I mean? I don't think your wife's going to live this submissive lifestyle doing everything that you tell her, like, you know, making sure that your pipe and your slippers are ready every day. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, she's just going to be like, yo, and I want a hyphenated last name. You know who you're in a relationship with and you're probably going to, or you know what I mean? Know. Right. If you don't know, I mean, dude, you're not going to be in a good relationship from the get go. Whatever yeah. you're if you don't know who it is you're dating, right. then you're then you're honestly you're not emotionally intelligent enough to to really be in that relationship. So the thing is, there is like some, I would agree. some people are going to be like, well, no, I would never want my wife to do that. You never would have been in a relationship with that kind of woman from the jump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because there's going to be a list of thirty other things that you would have found annoying before you get to the to the last name. You would have been like, all right, you all deserve to vote and equal pay. You know what I mean? Like that's that's not you should know that. Yeah, let's let them vote and see if equal pay <laughs> passes. More Sansbury Show after hooking you up at this thousand dollars right now your shot at one thousand dollars now text the keyword money to 200 200 you'll get a text confirming entry plus i rock 106.9 welcome back to the stansbury show on rock 106.9 online for you wrqk.com miss anything uh, from yesterday's program podcast it right there i this story kind of bummed me out uh-huh. where um out of phoenix a woman and her children sent their dog to, to be groomed. Okay. In one of the like uh, one of these new like mobile pet grooming vans. That one of those comes to you instead of you having to go to it. Okay. I think so. Yeah. 
they seem to be super popular right now. And so Amanda Wolin said she and her two children discovered their dog, Max, hanging from the loop used to keep the dog in place on a grooming table. Jeez, that's awful. That's not good. The woman who was supposed to have been grooming their dog was lying in the fetal position on the floor of the van. She told the news, we're obviously shocked. To go up to the van and see that was traumatic for my kids. And what I would imagine, yeah, your kids are young, that, that to see the family dog like hanging inside the grooming van. I think it's probably fair to say it'd be a little traumatic to anybody, right? I mean, like watching yeah. an animal get strangled to death. That'd be pretty, pretty it was bad. the family's first time ever using Roaming Rovers Mobile Grooming. Got the naming of companies. Um, for Max, a seven-year-old dog they've owned since he was a pup. Wolin said the groomer told the family the grooming would take about two hours. It seems long to, to, to groom a small dog, but I've never done it, so I don't know. Four hours had gone by, so the woman started to worry and then grabbed her kids and went to check on the dog. That's when they discovered him dead. The van's door was locked at first. It looked like the groomer had vanished. When they tried to pry the doors open, wow, I don't know if I would have went that far. I probably would have called the company. They found the woman on the ground and then called 911. Paramedics arrived and the groomer still seemed incoherent. The family currently waiting on the autopsy of the dog. The cops now say that police were investigating whether the groomer passed out because of a medical event or some other cause and whether or not criminal negligence was involved. Is it possible that she had passed out? It's Phoenix. Maybe, oh, I don't know if the heat's going to be bad enough now. But let's say she passed out. Is it possible for that dog to hang itself? Oh, yeah, dude. If it's, if it's, if it's like tied to that table... And how do they do it, it? I mean, I would imagine it's around the waist, right? Oh, I would assume on the collar, right? I mean, you've already got a collar on. Yeah, if you're going to shave the hair, you're not going to use a body harness. No, so you're probably going to put it on the collar. And this dog probably ran it, off the table. Right. If this woman, like, you know, passed out from either a heroin overdose or die, you know, blood sugar being low, whatever it whatever is. Whatever it is. If this woman passed out, I could very easily see that dog, you know, jump, jumping, jumping off the her. table. Whether it's towards her or just trying to get away, like, I could very easily see it. And that's like, I am. Um, I got to tell you, this this will be an interesting look inside my mind. Because when I read this story last night, I thought, this woman choked this dog out and then right. did something to herself. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I never, it never crossed my mind that maybe what's happening here is the woman had a real condition, something happened, and then this is just, you know, an unfortunate incident that happened to your dog versus like, I'm a malicious, terrible person, I'm going to hang your dog. Right. Imagine owning this company, because, I mean, good luck getting people to bring you their dogs. Right, and it, it, this very well could be, like I said, like, I mean, hey, your blood sugar was low, you passed out. It, it's something that you're not going to, like, get mad at an employee about, but all of a sudden now it's like, nope, you're strangling dogs, you, you know, you're trying to intentionally kill my puppy? Like, yeah, it's a bad look. You know, the owners of, of the service said, look, we're not going to make any comments about this until the police finish their investigation, and then, you know, then, then we'll comment. I think you might be right. I think this woman may have just passed out. Maybe blood sugar. Right. A million different things. 
and the dog then reacts. I mean, imagine the dog. Like, there you are. You're, like, chained up by your collar. The woman then passes out right in front of you. And so the dog's obviously going to have a reaction. My guess is it, it's, its instinct would be to run towards you. So if you were laying in front of the table where he's, like, chained up at, he's going to run towards you, probably ran out of table, and then just, like, swing in from the top of the van. Ran out of life next, man. It's terrible. Dude, as a huge dog person, I do not, do not like that. Yeah, I'm not wild about that one. How hard... How hard is it to groom a dog? Like all the dogs I've ever had, you've never really had to do it. Like I've always had like a lot of short hair, like you know, st- uh, you know, terrier type dogs. So you don't really, I mean, other than cutting their nails, which they do that like the pet store now. I didn't. I mean, how hard is it to groom a dog? I'm just wondering, like, why are people outsourcing that that much? But you know, I outsource having my laundry done, and that's not hard. So I guess you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's just about what you don't want to do. There's a service that's offering you their wares for $9 a month, and I still can't wrap my head around whether or not I think it's worth it. We'll figure it out together next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106.9. Hey, guys, it's Stansberry. You know if you listen to the show, I don't really have a... Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9 online for you at WRQK.com. Another opportunity for you to score yourself $1,000 happens at 1010 this morning with Teresa. She'll give you your next keyword. You'll text it into 200-200 and you'll have some money. Now, nothing stops you from getting that money and then giving me a couple hundred to replace my tire that I blew out on my way to work this morning. There's nothing that stops you from doing that. Now, there's no requirement that says you have to do it. But come on, we're buddies. We're friends. We're pals. Help your boy out. I have a feeling that's against the rules. I don't think you've read the rules. I don't. I don't buy that for a second. Actually, I am not a rules expert. I can, you are not. I can tell you that. You are not. What do you know about that? I don't. I don't know anything about the rules. <laughs> if you missed the uh, the opening of the show, um, I want to thank the audience who listens to this program, chooses it. I, I say it all the time. It's and, and and I don't mean to ever take this lightly, but there is so much competition. For the minutes that you have available to you for your entertainment, right. that you choose this, that I'm honored by that. And and that's a word that I feel like gets thrown around a lot, but it means the world to me. Ratings came back yesterday and we were we did very, very, very well. I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not supposed to tell you exacts, but we're hoisting trophies over here. Number number one, number one. We, uh, we're hoisting trophies over here. And uh, and we've been doing so for the last few years, for the last few years, pretty straight. And it's because you guys continue to listen every day. So we appreciate that. I do want to address one thing. And it's this meme that's going around. And, you know, sometimes we'll do this on the program where we'll just kind of take something and be like, guys, this is why this is dumb. And in 1998, we thought we'd have flying cars. And now we have to tell people to stop eating Tide Pods. There has never, ever, 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 ever been a time in the country and or world where young people weren't stupid. Yes, nonstop. Since, actually, since young people have been invented, the first one came out and we were all like, oh my God, look at you, you idiot. As a matter of fact, an ex-girlfriend of mine this morning posted a photo and Fantone had reminded me what it was because I was like, what is she doing? What is this? And... 
I guess it used to be you would flick your Bic lighter and you would turn it to the side after it got really hot, and then the metal would make what, like a happy face yeah, on like you? Yeah, a little smiley face a little there. little smiley face on you? So we were burning skin. And it wasn't a Bic. It had to be one of those like janky-ass lighters. Oh, is that like, what it was? Yeah, like one of those ones that you can adjust the flame on it. Yeah, those, ah. those are the ones that did it. Janky is again a word I want to know how gained, you know, <laughs> like popularity. I want to know how that one like caught on. But there's been these kinds of things forever, right? Yes. I mean, um, yes. there. I mean, there was times where parents were worried that the kids were going to kill each other over Dungeons and Dragons. We were shooting people over Air Jordans in the 1980s. We were. I mean, dude, there's there's always been this thing. You are not because you are an adult now that much smarter than the generation coming up behind you. Right. And let's be real. I mean, warning labels exist for a reason. So it's like, yeah, dude. Somebody eventually was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and need some laundry detergent, and that's why there had to be the warning label from the get go. And like, let's not act like people don't do things that we know are dangerous for themselves. I mean, those warning labels have been on the boxes of cigarettes forever, and we're still like, you know what, dude, give me one. And I'm... Uh, it's, it's it's not exclusive to young people. Is it like, oh my God, you're an idiot? Yes, but it's not exclusive to young people. No, and so I, I just... I'm willing to... Be, and I say this all the time. I'm so happy that my stupidity as a, as a teenager growing up could not be recorded and right. or shown to the right. world. Like, as a matter of fact, I'll give you a perfect example, right? Eating Tide Pods is that bad? I've told this story once before on the show. Maybe some of you missed it. When I was growing up, Motley Crue was like the biggest band in the world. Huge. Badasses. I still love them to this day. I find Nikki to be a little antifa for me these days. But overall, still really like the band, right? Nikki lit his pants on fire in one of the videos. My buddies and I took rubbing alcohol and put it on our pants and lit our pants on fire because we read it in Metal Edge. That's how, that's how Nikki did it, and we did it. So see what I'm saying? We every dude. There's never been a time in the country where young people weren't stupid. There's never. That is never ever ever existed. Your next shot at $1,000 is at 1010 this morning. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you again tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. Have a great day. See you. The Stansberry Show. That guy knows how to party. Rock 106.9.